Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Greetings, Grapple fans. It is WrestleMania. Almost. <laughs> it's almost time, yes. So it's, it is that time once again where we get to uh, preview, even preview a huge WrestleMania card this year. It is a... It's a mega card. It's huge. It's long. It's action-packed. It it promises to be pretty damn exciting actually it could well be one of the best wrestlemanias in recent memory so i'm back tonight as you can tell and i am joined by my audio tag team partner mo chatra good evening mo evening andy welcome back ah thank you i'm all psyched and oh i'm excited and not only is it me and mo it is of course the third member, the new day, if you will. <laughs> it's Guy Drinkle. How are you? How are you, Guy? You're all right, Andy. It's been it's been a couple of weeks stepping in the hosting chair for me. Felt felt very weird. Didn't like it. <laughs> we, well, we are like the new day, so we just kind of rotate around, don't we? You know, or or we could be the new version of Demolition. You remember that more when uh, when Crush joined Axe and Smash. Oh, yes, that's right. That went particularly well, didn't it? Uh, <laughs> a... I feel like I've just been insulted and I have no idea what I've just got on. <laughs> that, that guy, that would kind of make you um, crush um, and possibly make me axe. I'm not, I'm not sure quite how I feel about that. <laughs> which or which makes <laughs> that makes you smash more, which means you're going to become the repo man. Oh dear! Talk, <laughs> talk about going high to low, but <laughs> oh my word! <clears throat> anyway, right, WrestleMania thirty-four. Um, now uh, we, of course, look. WrestleMania is—it's not just a pay-per-view event. It's so much more than that. It's an entire week. Wherever they wherever they go in the WWE, the whole thing takes over. And it's not just WWE either. Obviously, other um, companies, whatever, um, celebrities, people within the business who are people 
who were in some way connected with the business get themselves into that city or around that city. And it is just a week or so of events, small time wrestling, you know, um, one man shows, two man shows, all these kind of things going on. And then you've got the NXT, you've got the hall of fame. It is an absolute plethora of wrestling. It is, it's like a comic con for wrestling fans uh, and they converge from around the world. It is fantastic. It's, it is, it has become a huge, huge event. And we will get to talk about the other parts of the weekend, uh, being the Hall of Fame and the NXT uh, TakeOver show, which promises to be an absolutely incredible show. We will talk about them next week, so don't worry, we have not forgotten about them. But tonight we're going to concentrate on WrestleMania itself, that WrestleMania card. And top to bottom, more, would you say this is potentially one of the most exciting WrestleMania cards that you've seen? Oh, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, like, like with many of the most recent years, the build up to the show hasn't been particularly good. Um, but this is a show where the lineup sells itself and you know that the talent will bring their A game. And that's why you now go into these shows um, expecting something special despite the build. So I think it will be one of the best WrestleManias of all time. Um, and, you know, that, that's putting in very, very high company. But looking at the lineup, um, it's, it's very difficult to see it being anything other than a really, really good show. Yeah. And, and Guy, even though Elias has not yet been confirmed on the card, are you excited? Well, Rusev just got co- he got confirmed at the week uh, during the week, didn't he? So that'll do me. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't ha- I don't have the um, long term viewing of WrestleMania that both of you two do, but in in short memory for me, it is one of the best cards looking. And there's still a couple of rumors going about that some matches may get changed stipulation wise and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to it. It 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 should be very good. I mean, I don't think we'll get any surprises like Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy turning up like like last year. But just on paper, this card is freaking excellent. Yeah, it 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 certainly is. Um, and the thing is, I guess is where do you start with this? Um. I tell you what, how about the Cruiserweight Championship, the final of this Cruiserweight Championship tournament? So it's going to be Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. Uh, Mo, were you slightly surprised at um, uh, who lines up in the final of this tournament? Uh, well, I'm not surprised that Mustafa Ali has been um, has ended up in the final. Um, the booking over the last two months, um, since even before the tournament began, was certainly pointing in the direction of him receiving a push. Um, worth noting that obviously the company has reached a deal with um, Saudi Arabia and will be a lot more prominent in Saudi Arabia going forward. And in fact, I've got a 50-man Royal Rumble event um, scheduled for. April, which we will talk about in a few weeks' time. Um, but obviously, um, even though Mustafa Ali is not um, Saudi or, for, or or from the Arab world, um, the company is perhaps linking his um, background to um, 
obviously Saudi Arabia and thinking that maybe um, there's some crossover appeal there. So I'm not surprised that Mustafa Ali has been pushing. Um, in fairness, you know, he, he's very much been deserving of it. He's been in very fine form um, going back a number of months. So, um, you know, he's worked really, really hard. Um, so fully deserves that spot in the tournament final. And then Cedric Alexander, um, perhaps a slight surprise, might have expected maybe something like a Drew Gulak. But again, Alexander has showed in the Cruiserweight Classic a couple of years ago. Um, and indeed, on independent promotions going back a number of years, is an exceptional talent. Um, really, really good. So I have very high expectations for this match. Um, it may or may not be on the main card. It very well might end up on the pre-show, but I'd be shocked if this isn't a really, really good match. Um, you know, I think both will really make a great effort. They might not get 15 or well, they might not got 15 or 20 minutes like they perhaps would have liked, but even with 10 or 12, they should still be able to assemble something really pretty special. Uh, and Guy, as more alluded to there, I, I guess uh, I think the expectation is this will be on the pre-show and, you know, uh, being on two or f- uh, being regulars on two or five, they'll be used to uh, performing in front of half empty arenas, but uh, two or five has certainly taken a real upturn in, in the past sort of uh, month or two. So is this one you're looking forward to seeing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in, in terms of the two that are in the match, I think Mustafa Ali's obviously, I think he's been slowly built into uh one of the big faces, obviously, before the whole uh, switch to Triple H, having control, and um, I can't remember his bloody name. Enzo, that's a bloody name, before that scandal. Um, he was kind of being lined up to face him. I know Cedric had an official match and stuff like that, but I think they've been trying to build Ali for a little while now, and obviously Cedric was meant to have a championship match. So I'm not I'm not really expected who's in it. But yeah, in terms of match quality, I mean, you just have to look at um, 205 Live recently to, to see the quality of matches. And yeah, th- this this is going to be, this should be fantastic. And, but I imagine it will be on the pre-show. But we saw last year, I mean, Neville and Dustin Aries. I mean, it was quite a good match, especially for a pre-show. Um, I imagine WrestleMania will be the most watched pre-show out of all the pay-per-views because it's the one where people actually tune in a bit early, even though there's about 200 hours of wrestling about to happen. Um, <clears throat> but no, it, it should be fantastic, and it'll probably be a cur- the curtain opener one just to get people on the seat quickly and get ready for the action ahead. But yeah, it, it should be brilliant. But I, I hope I hope it doesn't fall out like last time where you, you piss off both the talents after the match. But yeah, it should be good. Yeah. And just a quick prediction, I reckon uh, Ali will win the match. Um, very much think that that's, that's the direction of travel with that uh, push that he's had. And um, I'd be surprised if Alexander walks away with a win. Looks like Ali will win it. Mm. Yeah, well, so, well, certainly it. Perhaps we'll see um, a slight influx, uh, influx of uh, new talent onto the two or five roster as well. So. Um, perhaps even a new heel for uh, for for whoever wins it to to really sort of start off a new new chapter of two or five with as well. Another match that I'm expecting to be on the pre-show is the uh, United States Championship match: uh, Randy Orton versus Bobby Roode versus Jinder Mahal versus Guy. Rusev Day. 
<laughs> I guess that's made you happy. Oh, God. It, I was dreading this match before uh, this week's SmackDown. I thought it was going to be god-awful, but no, Rusev getting added to it, it, it makes it at least interesting, but it he now has to win it for it to be a good match for me now. He, he has to win it. They have to, they have to take full advantage of the crowd being smart for the probably the next week or so and it'll just be huge if he wins i'm not sure if it will be on the pre-show it's i think um well i I don't think randy orton would be too happy with being on the pre-show um but yeah it'll certainly be interesting as i said i don't think it'll be a great match i think it'll be one of those mad fatal four-way matches where there's no wrestling and then you just see a big scrap but um yeah, I'm ki- I'm kind of looking forward to it now because there's at least someone I'm actually interested in the match, and um, the second most interesting person is on the outside, probably singing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I oh, can I just make a note? I could have gone longer with my Rusev day there, but good. you know, <laughs> just save it for the Elias bit if there is. <laughs> uh, uh, and more, do you expect Rusev to win this one? Uh, and and do you think this will be? on the, the pre-show like myself? Um, hard to tell. Um, <laughs> it, it's certainly not had much of a kind of build to it, so you wouldn't think it's one of the more uh, anticipated matches and therefore could well end up on the pre-show. I think that they'll probably have four matches on the pre-show. Um, I think they had four last year as well. Yeah, I, I think, personally, I think, as we've mentioned, you know, the, the Cruiserweight Championship this one, and then I think the two battle royals. Just looking at the rest of the card, that's that's just my thinking. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that that would seem to make sense. Um, I would love to see Rusev win. He will be ten times more over than the other three people in the match combined. But I fear that the title will end up on Jinder Mahal. Um, so. Uh, it, it, there's nothing more than the hunch. <laughs> I just feel that... Um, They're taking they, my they, advice from uh, a couple of months ago. Perhaps, yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, you've felt that perhaps uh, Jinder with one of the secondary belts um, might work better than certainly him with the WWE Championship. Yeah. Um, Don't know and, you know, certainly he's... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I just think well, he's getting worse. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's certainly, you know... He's no Daniel Bryan when it comes to uh, in the ring, but anything. Um, anything. He's 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 a, he's a bona fide heel. You know, he's somebody that does genuinely get a proper heel reaction, which a lot of heels don't. Um, so he's got that going for him, and I think that that's what they'll do. And as we know, WWE often likes to um, really give it to the fans when it comes to cult favorites, and that's what Rusev is. Obviously, they'll all want to see him win. We obviously do, Guy especially, but that's the reason I think why they won't put the title on him and give us what they give us what we want. So I think Mahal uh, will win. Outside chance for Randy Orton retains, um, but Rusev winning would just be uh, fantastic, and an encore from uh, Aiden English would be uh, the icing on the cake. Oh God! <laughs> yes, I I. I also think that Jinder Mahal will walk away with a title here. So there you go. So sticking with the the pre-show, uh, more the fabulous Moolah. Oops, no, sorry. Um, it's not the fabulous Moolah anymore. Um, 
you must forget that uh, the fabulous Moolah's name was ever attached to anything because the name has changed. It is the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. Uh, and forget uh, reading all them nasty things you were uh, you read about uh, Fabulous Moolah and, and forget that we ever attached her name to anything. Um, and the Andre the Giant um, Memorial Battle, Memorial Royal Battle, Memorial Royal Let's get everyone on the card battle royals. Um, are you excited about them? No. no. <laughs> Couldn't care less. Um, <laughs> Same here. You know, it's just a vehicle to get everyone who's not otherwise in other matches to appear on the show. And if you're a really poor, unfortunate sod who doesn't even get onto the battle royal in either of those two battle royals, then. You really know your days must be numbered. Um, but no, not interested. Um, haven't got a clue who's going to win either one. Don't particularly care. Um, you know, there, there are people out there that love Battle Royals. For them, you know, these matches all get them quite excited, but um, I'm not one of them. No, not me. And Guy, are, are you looking forward to the let's get everyone on the uh, the card Battle Royals? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're really playing it up here, folks. Yeah. I mean, it kind of. I thought it'd be kind of interesting when it first announced and Cesaro won it, and I thought, okay, this might help get him over. Um, then it didn't, and then Big Show won it, and I was like, okay, I can see why that happened. And then Mojo, no, Boring Corbin won it. And then that kind of started going downhill. And then last year, they decided to have the last two as Jinder Mahal and Mojo Rawley. So, yeah. I, don't, I think mm. WWE may be thinking the same as us here. <laughs> yeah. How can we get rid of the Battle Royal? <laughs> can, is there a pre, pre-show? pre If James Ellsworth was here, I'd put money on him winning both of them. <laughs> Maybe we can have a Facebook Live uh, show before the pre-show and that's where we can get the um oh God. the let's get everyone on the card battle royals um yeah at least we do have a maybe call we can here. do another battle royale where the people who can't get on the battle royale have a battle royale <laughs> oh god oh no <laughs> it's it's a blessing in disguise um because don't it, be giving them ideas Greg. no <laughs> Yeah, it, it may well be a blessing in disguise if you're not part of it, because um, it may well mean that you're actually on your way back from injury and they've decided to uh, save you for something better, like the Raw the night after WrestleMania or even the SmackDown straight after WrestleMania. That'll be bigger than being on the uh, Battle Royal in front of a half-empty stadium of people who couldn't care less. So, yeah, at least, you know, they talk about equality and yeah, the women are on a parity with the men here. They both are in battle royals that nobody cares about. <laughs> so there you go. Hey, Rel. Right. I, I will add the potential here because the card is already stacked and there is yet to be a 14th match actually officially confirmed as we speak. So I think there's a potential here that we might have a fifth match on the pre-show. And I think that could well be the Usos versus the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers. Um, what says you, Guy? Um, well, I think Alex put it in our wrestling group 
um, that it's rumoured to become a TLC match. So I think if it becomes a TLC match, I think it'll be on the main card, because they like having the mad shit matches on there, don't they? Just to kind of break pace a bit. Um, but I am really looking forward to it, um, either way. Because, uh, well, the Bludgeon Brothers, they are just good crack. I mean, they, they look quite dangerous, like, physically, and the fact that they almost, like, ended... Xavier Woods' career by powerbombing his head on the stairs. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it, it just adds a, it adds a new dynamic to the New Day and Usos thing, and it need, that that's kind of needed to break up because SmackDown, albeit they had they've had a great feud, you can't keep going back to that well. So we, I think you do, I think we do need the Bludgeon Brothers to win this match. Um, but yeah, I, I expect them to win, but I also expect it to be a. a a great spectacle. I wouldn't say a great match. It's going to be one of the mad shit matches, which just breaks up the stride of um, one-on-ones and, and title matches and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm expecting this to be quite fun. Uh, and more, I, I've got to say, I think the Usos are going to find a way to successfully defend the titles here because here's my thinking: is this sets up the authors of Pain getting called up to SmackDown? straight after WrestleMania with the Usos saying there's no one left to fight on SmackDown. Yeah, it's a very good shout. Um, you know, the authors of pain have come on leaps and bounds during the time in NXT and uh, they really do seem primed and ready to step up. Now at the same time, certainly over the last couple of months, they've had the feel, have the authors of pain of a team that, are being phased out of the um, NXT roster. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if um, they uh, brought up to the SmackDown roster and then uh, get into that feud with you. So, but um, yeah, we, we've got a lot of title matches on this show and we're not going to see a title change in every single one. Um, so this is perhaps one of those where we can expect to see um, the champions retaining and, if they do, I'll be fine with that. Um, but, you know, there's also the possibility they might go with the Bludgeon Brothers as well. They've pushed them strong um, since they debuted them in, with this new kind of gimmick and uh, obviously put them over very, very strong at Fastlane, destroyed New Day and the Usos. But I wouldn't imagine that they'll follow it up with a victory here. I think it was more to set up um, um, them getting their comeuppance at WrestleMania. So, of the New Day and the Usos, I, I agree. I think it's probably the Uso, Usos rather to uh, retain. Yeah. Uh, and what about the other um, the other tag team title match on the, for the Raw tag team titles then, Mo? Because I've got to say, as much as there is the fun element in this with um, with Braun Strowman and, and obviously, you know, the, the whole mystery partner thing and, and what that you know, potentially presents for me, I was really disappointed in the, you know, one guy went down and basically, you know, just walked all over the entire tag division. And, you know, and I think of particularly of the revival, you know, such a, such a talent is such a great tag team, you know, the perfect gimmick and all that. And, and they came up strong. Obviously they've had a couple of unfortunate injuries in there. They've really uh, stuck the things but they're back and they've been around and they've not really done anything with them. But I just, for me, it was so disappointing the way that, you know, that the, the, 
that they almost made a mockery of the entire tag division in, in such a an, an easy fashion, you know. And a guy who's not even supposed to be in it is in it, and okay, that's it. He's in the he's in the match now, and it's I don't know. For for me, the the build for this is not been very good, and and I and I just have my concerns as to the impact that it has and how it reflects on the rest of the division. Yeah, you're spot on. Um, there's really no need for them to book it in this kind of way. But they've done it because they really didn't have anything else to do with Braun. And, well, they think they didn't. Uh, and that's what's disappointing because, you know, he's come in and um, certainly hasn't helped that division by making all the other teams look like complete non-entities. Now, what they should have done is found somebody to book him with in a singles program um, and obviously they did that a few weeks ago with Elias, but that's fizzled out and um, they pushed him into the tag team division. Um, is it likely that he'll be in that division longer term, even for more than a few months this year? Highly unlikely. So if that's the case um, and they're struggling to find something to do with him, why put him into the tag team division and uh, make the whole division look weaker? It would just serve no real purpose. Um, I, I, I've got no idea who, who that type partner is. I suspect an old face, a face from the past, um, or, or it might be the complete opposite where they kind of do an odd couples pairing with Strowman and um, have them briefly hold the titles before they split up, Strowman turns on this individual and then he goes back to being the singles division monster. But uh, of all the scenarios, I think Cesar and Sheamus retain. And uh... Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We see possibly another tag team step up from the uh, NXT division, um, possibly to feud with the bar, because it looks like 
the company hasn't really strongly backed any of the other teams and evidence of that, as you say, was in that uh, match where Strowman just eliminated and destroyed everyone. Mm. Uh, Guy, I, I know that the, the rumours were Elias, you know, the whole symphony of destruction, you know, perhaps that could be their tag team name or as just more mentioned there is, you know, an odd couple one could, you know, potential there for <clears throat> Kane even, you know, oh, something God. strange along them lines. Yeah, if, if um, Kane's the biggest fan, I'd, I'd pretty much hate that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, for me, I, I think it's uh, what they've been holding off on is, I think, I, I think Strowman was the, you know, the, the backup plan for Cena for WrestleMania if uh, Undertaker wasn't going to gonna go ahead and do it. So in the meantime of, of hanging back and waiting, <laughs> they've just kind of like, ah, now we've not really got anything for him. So we've got this mess. So um, what what do you think is going to happen then? Um, yeah. I, well, if it's someone like Old Fear, I mean, we were talking before we start recording, I think we mentioned Rey Mysterio, whether that seems very unlikely due to his um, ties with New Japan and stuff like that. But say if it is someone like Rey Mysterio, I hope they save the surprise till till WrestleMania just to make it more fun rather than reveal it next week on Royals kind of be a bit weird and a bit pointless. Um I think Braun will win, uh, and whoever his partner is, just because I think the bar will go to SmackDown. Um because I think that makes sense. Uh but yeah, I think Braun will win because they want to keep him strong and I think they need to not freshen up the bar, they just need new people to to feud with the bar. Um and well, the Raw, <clears throat> as as you both discussed, the Raw tag team division's kind of been obliterated by this. So you might as well get the cha- get new champions in there and and a new um, challenge. But I imagine, as uh, as more said, I imagine Braun will eventually go back to being a singles competitor, probably within weeks rather than months, um, mm. because uh, I think Braun's probably favourite to face. Let's be honest, Reigns after WrestleMania, isn't he? Yeah, I think that that's a fair shout. It's certainly a fair shout. Um, I guess another one is, I'm thinking aloud here. Uh, another one is Samoa Joe potentially. You know, mm. we, he's 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 due back, isn't he? So mm. I mean, more. Are you able to shed any light on on the possibility of of Samoa Joe being there, or is that more likely to be a night after WrestleMania that we'll see Joe back? Um, it's certainly possible that um, we'll see him at WrestleMania. Um, he's not 100% yet, um, but not far off. Um, if he does appear at WrestleMania, I think it's perhaps more likely that we'll see him interfere in one of the matches and costing somebody a victory. And then uh, you know, um, that will set up a program or a feud with him for uh, post-WrestleMania. So... It's either that or, as you say, um, he appears on Raw SmackDown um, the day or two after WrestleMania. But he, uh, He's been confirmed for that uh, Saudi Arabia event, hasn't he? In a fallway for the IC title, so he might be involved in that match ooh, somehow. Now, there, there's an interesting one then. Is there the possibility then, looking at that, we move on to the IC title triple threat, the Miz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Is there potential for him to show up in that match then? It'd make oh, more yeah. sense. Sorry, boy, you go. 
yeah, yeah, no, um, you know, that's the kind of level that he perhaps needs to be at for the time being. Um, with obviously um, Rollins and Balor, you know, they're fine opponents for him um, as this kind of um, monster type heel, and uh, Rollins and Balor is the baby faces. Um, either one winning the title and then um, defending it against him, or you know, as, as you say, he's part of a fatal four-way at the um, Royal Rumbling. Saudi that could work as well um, but yeah the the match itself um, is the first one that we come to then that well sorry the second one we come to that has potential to be really really good um, Rollins and Balor have been fine form recently the Miz um, obviously as we know um, his other half gave birth um just a day or so ago as we record this. And uh, so who knows with the sleepless nights and the things like that. Um, but no, I'm, I'm sure in all seriousness, he'll be fine. Um, but uh, Rollins is finally starting to look like the f- talent he was two or three years back. In fact, just earlier this week, I watched his triple threat match involving Brock Lesnar and uh, John Cena from the Rumble in 2015. And he looked absolutely amazing in that match. And uh, that Seth Rollins we haven't seen um, almost since 2015, in fact. So um, it's time it, that Seth Rollins makes an appearance. And this might just be the match that, you know, he really pulls out all the stops and shows everyone exactly what he's capable of. I think there, were, there might well be a title change here. Um, though I... I actually fancy Finn Balor to win it. I think that he'll um, pick up the championship and um, that that's my prediction. Yeah, I, no, I will say, you know, we've, we've mentioned uh, some more during the conversation here with the, the IC title and potentially, you know, with these three, like going forward. And I do think that some more Joe with, you know, if they, if they were, in time to give him the IC title. I think he's a guy who could really elevate that title. When you you think of the the type of heel he works at and the way he works, the way he carries a title, the way that he was, he fulfilled as the NXT champion. Imagine him doing that with the Intercontinental Championship. For me, that's you know what that title's all about. It really making it seem something and, and something really spectacular in the ring uh, as much as anything. So I, I I think there there are good times ahead for the IC title here potentially certainly coming out of this one and and coming across to you guy I mean I I know that I'm not the Miz's biggest fan I know he's a good talker mm-hmm. um I, I think one on one matches I think he's functional he's he's okay to to a level but I think when it comes to triple threats or fatal four ways, I think he can certainly hold his own in them kind of circumstances and certainly plays part. But when you, what, like Mo said there, you know, that you look at Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, I mean, those two are elite talents, certainly in the ring. They are absolutely elite and they've really been back on form in recent weeks. So this, this really could be special. This, though, I've got to say, is a match that I want to take place once it's got dark because I want, you know, Finn Balor in full 
demon entrance and and it needs to be dark for full effect I, I you know for me that's a that's a wrestlemania moment that's something to take home as well as the match for this and i think to follow that up finn balor actually walking out with the ic title i, I think this like more said there's a potential to steal the show um yeah i thought I, I agree with the stealing the show but i mean it's probably only expected to be beaten by Nakamura AJ off the top of my head and maybe the cruiserweight match. Um I don't think the di- I think well, it's just not going off any information or even any rumours. I just I think that they've got rid of the demon myself. Um I think they've just gone too cold and I, I I don't think Vince likes it. Um uh, so I don't think it'll make an appearance. But if it does I'm pretty sure he'll win. Um but yeah if the later in the show it's better as long as it's not like before um, the main event is like a, a killer match for the crowd or whatever they call it. Uh, but yeah, this should be one of the matches of the night. Um, I agree with more. I think um, Finn will re- win it regardless of Demon or no Demon. Um, but yeah, I think I think Finn he needs he needs a title run. Obviously, he had his Universal title run of twenty four hours or whatever it was. So I think he needs to get a title. Um, I know I keep going on about the draft, but I think Seth Rollins is obviously one of the favourites to get put on SmackDown. Um, so I think he can go there with a fresh beginning and stuff like that, whereas I think Finn needs a title to kind of legitimise himself, whereas people know that Seth Rollins is a is a made event talent, whereas I think um, <clears throat> Balor's still trying to get a connection with the audience. I know everyone, think, everyone knows he's a talent, but I think he's still got to make a connection and add on to Samoa Joe being confirmed for the great Royal Rumble 2 event, whatever the hell. I, I don't even know what the hell it's called, but him being confirmed for that, I think there's a potential feud between Finn and um, Joe that can really step up the mid-card on Raw. If well, yeah. if, they, if they both stay on Raw, obviously. But if um, yeah, that that that's money making, as we saw in NXT, that can elevate any title, and that that's what I think the IC title needs, really. Yeah, I think I think recreating that that feud, them style of matches over a title, you know, they're really the the thing that they got across was that title really meant so so much to both those guys. Yeah. And and if they can do that with the IC title, I just think yeah, like you said, there's money in that, and and everybody is a winner out of that. You know, the fans, WWE, the performance, everybody wins from that scenario. So, yeah, brighter times ahead for that one. Uh, we'll we'll keep with the title matches then. Um, Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax. Now, guy, I'll let you go first on this one. Um, we know Alexa has massively stepped up you know since she's come up to the main roster her the way she's presented a character her talking on the microphone has been great and i've been impressed with how she's really developing her ring ring uh, work as well she's she's uh, for me she's someone who gets a reaction from the crowd you know the crowd are really engaged with her uh, and they enjoy her being a heel as well so her against Nia Jax, now the the way that the two are positioned, it, in a way, it should be, you know, Nia Jax should be squashing her given the size difference. But mm-hmm. obviously that's not what we're going to see here. And, you know, Nia Jax now being positioned as a sympathetic baby face. Um, how do you see this one going? Um, 
It's a weird one, because obviously, well, since Nia's been in WWE, not just the main roster, she's pretty much lost every feud <laughs> off the top of my head. So I think they need to... I've pretty much predicted every title's going to change hands here, so I've obviously got some of it wrong. <laughs> um, but I think Nia does need to win, um, which is a shame for Alexa. Obviously, she did brilliant with her title, and she's... Pretty much the only heel in the women's roster that I can think of that's actually good at it. Um, yeah, but I think Nia needs to actually win a feud and uh, no better time to legitimise her as as um, the monster, um, well, monster babyface on the, in, in the women's division, seemingly. Um, yet to see if it'll get over with a crowd, but I think it is generally harder for women to get over with a general audience. Um, we've seen Bailey and all that go down like a lead balloon. Um, but yeah, I think I think Nia needs to win just because she can't keep losing to these people who are, are much smaller than her and stuff like that. I mean, it's fine losing to Oscar and stuff like that, but she's lost to Bailey, she's lost to Sasha Banks. She's she can't keep losing to to, to people like this. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I think it's time for a title change and try a bit time to build Nia as I don't know something special, something. To conquer, to get someone over. I, I don't know who, if they're bringing up someone from NXT or whatever, but maybe there's 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 money in them feuds, and the Raw's women divisions looking a lot better than SmackDown one um, beyond them beyond um, Charlotte and Asuka. But yeah, you've got Bailey and um, Sasha in the background, so yeah, Raw <clears throat> Raw's women division will be quite interesting after WrestleMania. But I do think Nia will win. What about you then, Moji? Do you think that we're going to see a title change here and? How how have you taken to this the the way that they've played the story out here? Yeah, I agree with Guy. I think there will be a title change. The way the storyline's been booked is very much about um, making Maya the uh, sympathetic babyface. Um, you know, it's been bullied and um, body shamed and things like that. And uh, it's been talk this week about how. Um, that's mirrored some reality to an extent with Nair as well. Um, and I think that the company also wants to send out a message that um, in terms of its evolution when it comes to women's wrestling, um, you know, long gone are the days of um, their female talent looking like Barbie dolls. And uh, so therefore, Nair winning the championship um, would be an ideal way to um, kind of hammer, home, hammer home that point. And uh, also, you know, Alexis had a long title run now and, um, well, relatively long title run. And, you know, it's perhaps time to see her drop the belt just to freshen things up as well. So um, I think everything points in the direction of Nia winning the belt, Alexa dropping it. And um, match quality-wise, I think it will be decent, nothing more than that. Um, Alexis, though she has come on, um, is, is somebody who has good matches with good workers. And for me, Nia is not quite at that level. Um, she's still a little bit rougher in the edges. So I think it will be an okay match, um, but uh, nothing really more than that. Uh, what about the other women's championship match? <laughs> Charlotte Flair versus Asuka. I mean, again, the, I, I, I've got to say more. I think this is another one of those matches that potentially could, could just steal the show. I mean, expectations for this match in terms of uh, what will happen in the ring obviously much higher 
Oh yeah, absolutely. You I mean arguably the two best female talents in the WWE today in Charlotte and Asuka. And uh I'm sure that um you know, they want to have Charlotte going out there and working a really good match. Obviously she has had a reported injury in the last week or so, so she missed the mixed match mixed match challenge um with Bobby Roode this past week and um, didn't work SmackDown either, but um you know it's said to be a non serious injury, so we'll I suppose get a firmer idea next week on TV. Um but if she's able to work, I'm, I'm sure that she'll um soldier through it and uh try and assemble something really special with Asuka. And uh, I think they could have between them um, a really, really good match. It'll be one of the best matches on the show. Um, at, at worst, probably top five, in fact. That's how good I reckon it will be. And um, as for who wins, I've got a feeling Asuka wins the championship. I don't think they want to end her undefeated streak just yet. I think they'll do that when it's time for her to lose a title match. And... Uh, as to who she drops that title to, who knows? But I think that's the Women's Championship is destined, destined to go uh, around her waist, and so I think that she will uh, pick up the win. Uh, and guy, I mean, I, I've got to say, I, I've actually quite fancied this match to be in the top three uh, of matches for for the night. Um, do you feel the same? Them? Do, do you think it, we will not see the the streak broken? Here by uh, by Charlotte. Um, I think it'd be a big, a big missed opportunity. To be honest, if the, if they broke the streak now, um, I, I think it'd it'd be a waste of all the groundwork they did in NXT and stuff like that. But yeah, I I expect Asuka to win. Uh, just just because we you need we need to break the Charlotte str- stranglehold on everything in in the main roster because. She deservedly so, because she is the best talent by pretty much a big ass distance um, since Asuka came in. She, she's the complete package, but she, she's been on both shows and dominated both shows. Um, and the only other person who's been in the same wheelhouse is Alexa, is Alexa really. So we, we need to we need to add something fresh there. Um, but yeah, I agree with both of you. I'm expecting this match to be bloody brilliant because this is what the what they name the women's. Revolution should be about is is a big match at WrestleMania. I mean, I know they've had the triple threat and the fatal four with last year, but a one on one women's match that that has the potential to steal the show that that's what it really needed because I mean, I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's easy to make a triple threat match or a fatal four way match good, but it's so much harder to make a one on one match like just stand out because it, it's 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 easier to make triple threat matches than that a spot fest whereas a one-on-one match it it, it has to have some um structure and some wrestling skill it, it, it just need it, it needs to it can elevate a match so well and i think that's what the women's division needs and i think these are the two perfect people for it because as uh as more said they're the two best in the in the uh division at the minute so yeah i'm, I'm expecting this to be fantastic and uh Again, title change number seven or something like that from me. I'm ask it to win. Um, we're going to go to one without a title here. Um, but I guess continuing the the whole theme of that women's uh, evolution, 
Now, Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey taking on Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Now, we did speak a couple of weeks back, I think it was, two, three weeks ago, about how it was quite smart, really, of of WWE to protect almost uh, Ronda Rousey, you know, in her first outing. It's, you know, her first ever wrestling match going to be on, you know, a huge stage that is WrestleMania. Um, you know, all eyes on her. There's a lot of pressure. And rather than a one-on-one matchup where potentially mistakes could be highlighted and overanalyzed and really picked apart, you know, she's going to be a part of a tag match that involves two two of the, the greats, certainly of the modern era in there as well. So, Guy, I'll, I'll ask you, uh, is this a match you're looking forward to watching? Um, or, or do you think it's going to be more sort of um showmanship and spectacular entrances than actual in in ring quality i can't believe you just called stephanie a modern great <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, hey 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 <laughs> um i'm not sure what this match will be i think the i think it'll be mostly just be pretty interesting really because nobody really knows how well ronda's doing in the transition from mma to to wrestling um I think it'll be a good piece of storytelling. The match quality, I think it depends how much Triple H and Kurt obviously have to carry the match because, I mean, I don't think anyone wants to see extended match of Stephanie versus uh, Ronda because it'd just be really, really unbelievable because <laughs> Ronda would literally break her in two in, like, three seconds. Um, <clears throat> I think the most interesting thing for me is how they, they'll present Ronda at the end because I think everyone's expecting them her and Kurt to just win whereas I think it would probably make sense for her to turn heel because if well everyone's dreaming of the Heyman partnership and that kind of makes sense to turn them heel or turn her heel to do that and stuff like that but I think once she starts going against the women's talent it'll be kind of shown as her being rushed into the title picture or whatever and I think it might it might turn the casual fans on it I think we may see a a, a a heel turn from Ronda and kind of betray Kurt and stuff like that. And then I don't want to see the authority again, but maybe she becomes an authority type figure, if you get what I mean. Mm, interesting shout. More, can you see anything along them lines happening? Or do you think this will be uh, basically um, a very elaborate way of, of parading Ronda Rousey in a ring and giving her very little time in the ring, but giving her that triumphant moment? Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't see them turning a heel um, this soon. I think they want to try and um, really establish her as a somebody who can shift the needle in the way that John Cena does. And uh, you know, Rousey's certainly got that potential based off of her immense popularity in mixed martial arts, which transcended that sport. Um, I think they'll be very careful in how they book this match. The vast majority of it, I expect Angle and Triple H to be going at it, and uh, Rousey and Steph will come in for very select, carefully choreographed spots, which they've probably been practicing all week um, down in Orlando at the Performance Center. In fact, they've been practicing this match going back several weeks. Um, it's not been a good week for Rousey. Um, she's done interviews with mainstream press and. Uh, very, very, very touchy about MMA whenever anybody brought that subject up. Um, and on top of that, has looked 
green as well in the ring. So I think it'd be foolish to try and send her out there and do anything more than just a couple of very well-rehearsed spots. Um, but um, yeah, I think Angle in Triple H will take the bulk of the match and we Roush in Steph, it will be bells and whistles to kind of hide their flaws and uh, make sure it doesn't look too embarrassing. Um, Angle will have a point to prove as well. I, I think that he'll um, secretly be thinking, well, I've got one more perhaps title running me. I'd like to go out um, and officially retire one day, um, but perhaps, you know, not as a, um, somebody that worked a couple of ma- part-time matches here or there, just as a serious competitor once again for one final run. And this is his opportunity to, to show that he can still do that perhaps. So I think, I think he'll try and, uh, come in with his working boots on and uh, really try and make it entertaining whilst he's in the ring. Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting spectacle, certainly. And I think obviously a lot of casual eyes are going to be on just to see what happens as much as anything. It's that um, curiosity, I suppose, as, as to what, you know, what does this international star Ronda Rousey, how does she do? How does she transition? So it's certainly going to be interesting uh, I mentioned it earlier. You know, we, we it's been all over. Obviously, John Cena's challenging the the Undertaker. As we record this, it's not been officially booked, but more we're expecting it to happen. I mean, the, the WWE wouldn't waste weeks building up towards uh, John Cena challenging Undertaker, only for him to turn around and say mm, no. Um, so yeah, John Cena, you can just basically go and watch WrestleMania as a fan, like you keep telling everyone in the crowd on Raw. Um, it, it's it, it's going to happen, isn't it? Yes, it will, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, th- this has been in the works for several months. We talked about it for the first time two months ago, three months ago, um, certainly a while back. Um you know, it's a match that we don't want to see and we've talked about why we don't want to see it, but it looks like it is happening. Um, let, let's see what The Undertaker is capable of. Let's see what he's got in the tank. Um, if he's still got something, because of how um, experienced they are and how they know how to um, assemble and put together a, a big match, um, I, I think that they'll put something together that's very acceptable um i mean there's certainly the possibility that undertaker just isn't ready can't go and you know there are several very sloppy mistimed spots which look quite embarrassing and people will sit there and wonder and criticize obviously why the undertaker came back but um again i I think like the other match that we just discussed they'll be very careful we'll see the undertaker knowing what they can do, knowing what they can't, and base a match around that. And uh, I think we'll probably see The Undertaker win the match. Um, And I think that it perhaps then indicates that he might still look to carry on for another year or two and perhaps have his final, final match, his actual retirement match, maybe, if not next year, at 35 and certainly um, at 36 by which point he will be oh, 50, 
56, I think, 57. Uh, and at that age, you you just really should be packing it up. You really shouldn't be going out there trying to work um, matches, certainly not on a stage like uh, WrestleMania. But uh, I, I think that's what will happen. I think Undertaker will win. I think it will be a very good match, in fact. And you know, John Cena won't have to buy a ticket and watch um, from the from the nosebleed seats. <laughs> As if that was ever going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, Guy, as more mentioned there, personally, this is not a match I want to see. Um, maybe maybe if The Undertaker was five years younger, I think it could have been done then. But I think as we saw last year, it was just, that was, for me, last year was one match too far for The Undertaker. And it's sad to see, you know, a legend of the business and certainly a legend of of the WWE and and a guy who, who I've enjoyed and admired for, for many a year throughout his career. Uh, look so bad, you know, so out of shape and so, so sloppy. It, it was it was a real shame to watch and uncomfortable to watch last year. So it's not a match that I want to see, but I will be, you know, I'll be open-minded as to, to what potentially this is. Personally, I, I don't know about yourself, Guy, but I'm, I'm along the lines with, with more that I think that Undertaker will win. Personally, I think he'll win, and this is him retiring, going out on a high. Um, yeah, I, I was going to say the exact same as you, Andy, there. I think he'll win, and then I think this, this should be his final match. I think they're just putting this together because they've not really... I don't think they've feuded since Cena was Doctor of Fugonomics if, or something like that. Um, it's certainly been a hell of a long time since they've feuded or had a match. I don't think they've ever really had a f- proper feud off the top of my head. Um, I think they just put this on just because it would be historic, and I think Cena would probably enjoy being Undertaker's last match, um, regardless mm. if, he, if he loses. Um, just kind of puts his importance in, in history again. It, it, it'd probably be the perfect way to do it. But as you said, Andy, it's, <clears throat> I, I'm enjoying... I, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I, I am enjoying the, the build-up and I am getting excited for the match. But then, unfortunately, you remember the state that The Undertaker's been in since... Oh, God, probably the Brock Lesnar match. Was that the, probably the first one he looked where he was his age was catching up with him? I mean, yeah, I I I think it, it was somewhere in there. You know, they they did yeah. put in they they put in a really good match for what it was. I mean, I thought they they put it together quite smartly, but yeah, it was it was during that series of match, few matches that they had. It was quite sort of clear that yeah. this isn't the same Undertaker, unfortunately. And hey, you know. The guy's in his fifties. Yeah, it's it, it, it went from CM Punk having probably one of the best matches mm. after like HBK and Triple H feuds and stuff like that, and then it just went from Brock Lesnar like, oh my god, he's an old man now. So yeah, it's um, it's it's not it's not been the same, but I think yeah, as as you've said, Andy, I think it it'll be the perfect way to make Undertaker win his last match because I think that's what most people wanted. Um, well. If he wasn't going to retire when the streak ended, I think this is how people would want it to end, really. Um, so, yeah, I think they'll protect Undertaker a lot. I mean, we don't want him failing to do a, a, a pile driver again, do we? Because that was one of the sad moments to, <laughs> no, to, that, end, to no. end um, WrestleMania last year. No, yeah. Avoid yeah. any any spots like that. Yeah, make 
Cena's obviously going to do the heavy lifting and then hopefully Undertaker doesn't get concussed or his hip doesn't go or whatever it was last year where he couldn't pick up Roman Reigns. So save his energy, do one tombstone and then finish Cena, however. Um, mm. The only other thing I can see is John Cena heel turn, but how many years have we said that? And I've just predicted a Ronda Rousey heel turn, so... I'm predicting a lot this WrestleMania, aren't I? <laughs> uh, but no, I think every title changes, yeah, everyone yeah. turns. Everyone's heel. gonna, everyone's gonna change status, face to heel. <laughs> but no, I think, I think it'll, I think it'll just be Undertaker winning and then hopefully going off into the sunset. Yeah, yeah, let's hope so. Um, one that you guys covered uh, last week was obviously the return of Daniel Bryan being medically cleared finally. Um, I suspect this has been in the offing for the past couple of months, uh, hence why we've had some of the build-up towards Daniel Bryan and his interaction with uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Slightly strange in the way that it suddenly changed course, um, which has me suspicious about uh, just what they were planning originally as to what's happening now. But it's supposed to be Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And Guy, I say supposed to be because um, there was the news came out that uh, Shane McMahon was has had uh, diverticulitis. Um, so, hmm. Uh, there is a chance that he might not even be at WrestleMania. Do you, do you think he will make it? Um, I don't think they would have announced him in the match if they weren't confident he'd make it. But as harsh as this may sound, I hope he doesn't make it because it'll be a better match for it. Um, whoever they put in, I'm, I'm, they'll at least put a wrestler in, I'd hope, uh, rather than a middle-aged bloke who just jumps off stuff. Albeit, albeit, I mean, Shane's match with AJ last year was fucking fantastic, I'm not going to lie. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be a good match because, well, it's got Daniel Bryan, for God's sake. He could literally just stand in the ring talking about wrestling, and I think most of us would enjoy it, just <laughs> knowing that he's back. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Shane will make it because they've announced it. Um, but I think this will be a good match. Um, the only interesting thing is, obviously, they made it, uh, that Kevin Owens and Sammy have to win to get the jobs back. Now, I'm not sure if that applies to just SmackDown or it applies to the whole of WWE, which they haven't really explained. So it may be interesting to see who wins that match um, because, well, they can't really fight Sammy's and Kevin Owens because, well, it kind of suck ass. Um, but yeah, it'll be this will be interesting because it's that's opened up quite a lot of possibilities how they end the match. Um but yeah, mm. I, I'm just really looking forward to Daniel Bryan wrestling again. Because even in his little fight back last week uh, on SmackDown, it, it it just got the blood pumping, didn't it? It was, it, it was so enjoyable. It, it was. was and awesome. It was, yeah, it was feel good. And more that that's the thing. This is feel good, isn't it? Daniel Bryan coming back, you know, being medically clear to get back in the ring. It's a feel good moment. I, I do wonder, you know, whether or not this could even be the first match of the main card. You know, just in that the it really gets the crowd excited. You know, they're seeing the return of Daniel Bryan. You know, if you're not going to be at closing the show, if you're opening the show, you know, it's, it's two of the biggest spots in a way. So it's feel good. You get Daniel Bryan out there. He's back in the ring. He's going to be working with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, something I'm looking forward to seeing in itself. 
But as Guy alluded to there, it could be interesting to see who actually wins because the stipulation being that if Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn win, they will be rehired. So do we then have a little bit of a plot twist in there? Maybe something with Shane McMahon? Yeah, possibly. Um, Or a miscommunication resulting in Owens and Zayn win, which then creates some kind of feud for Brian and McMahon to progress with, perhaps leading to a match between those two at SummerSlam. Um, something along those lines. But yeah, as you said, it will be a feel-good match. Um, and we've to see where Daniel Bryan is as a worker. Will he return as the work he was before he had to retire? Or has he regressed for obvious reasons? Um, you know, we'll find out at WrestleMania. Um, but Owens and Zane, very, very good workers. And uh, Daniel Bryan, I'm sure, will want to make a good first impression, if you can call it that, um, since he's uh, returned from retirement, so, um, any retirement. So I think that this will be overall one of the better matches on the show. Not necessarily the best match, but... Um, you know, they'll, they'll have, again, some element of stunts involved with Shane McMahon. There always is. And um, you know, that was certainly more likely to you know, finish the match on a high. But uh, I, I think this will be really good. And I think we probably will see something transpire, which results in Owens and Zane um, being rehired. And, um, yeah, there'll, there'll be some twists and turns in this one for sure. Mm. Yeah, it certainly could be interesting. And like you say, you know, it is certainly going to be a feel good. And that's why I wonder whether perhaps this might actually open the main card. Uh, That just leaves us with two more title matches. Um, We'll start with what, again, another one, another of the contenders for match of the night, Um, AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, now described as a dream match, and it certainly is, certainly for hardcore fans, it is a dream match. Uh, for anyone who's watched their, their match at uh, New Japan just before AJ Styles came across to WWE and made his debut at the Royal Rumble, they had a phenomenal match, no pun intended. It it truly was incredible. And if they can recreate any anywhere near that level of magic, we are going to be in for something special, aren't we, more? Because these two are just, they are elite level. And you could almost be forgiven forgetting, for forgetting that Shinsuke Nakamura actually won the Royal Rumble. You know, it's... it's it's been slightly strange, the build. It's It's got better in the past couple of weeks, but um, I, I think for, for us, us hardcore fans, it, it's just about seeing these two get in the ring together, having a one-on-one match at such a great stage. Oh, totally, yeah, absolutely. I mean, as you said, this is a uh, rivalry um, that has been brought back. Obviously, uh, it was fierce in New Japan when the two were together in that company. And uh, WWE, knowing that obviously a lot of the more hardcore fan base, a lot of whom attend WrestleMania, are aware of that backstory. 
uh, will certainly treat this live as a dream match and give it quite an amazing reaction. Um, Nakamura's got something to prove here for me because since stepping up onto the main roster, he hasn't really quite um, delivered. Um, he's an elite worker, as you mentioned, and uh, the match quality um, of the bouts he's featured in since certainly stepping up to the main roster haven't really been at the level we've seen from him, never mind in NXT, but even in New Japan. So I'd like to see them really go all guns blazing here and try to pull out the best match um, that they possibly can. And if they do, if they manage it, then we could be looking at something that's five-star. Um, AJ Styles, though, is you know an exceptional worker, but again, another individual who has had um, injury issues in the last uh, several weeks too. So who knows if he'll go into that match at 100%. We'll have to wait and see and find out on uh, week Sunday. But uh, yeah, this at this moment in time is the match that is strongest contender to be match of the night. And Guy, do you see a title change here? Um, yeah, again, <laughs> um, I know that was a bit of a daft question, really, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it'll all change, just all might as well. Um, yeah, I think, I think the will, I think, as Mo said, Nakamura's kind of been a bit of a damp squib since he's came up, um, to the main roster, and I mean, feuding with, um, Jinder Mahal and stuff like that, didn't Yeah, well, there, there's now there's a thing though, you know, he has. You could almost say he's flattered to deceive. It has been yeah. a disappointing time since he's been called up. But, yeah. you know, is it is it unfair to, to really sort of point the finger at him when you look at the work that he's that he's been yeah. sort of given, I suppose, been tasked with? The, you know, the, the, the feuds. Yeah, the, the booking has been atrocious. He's been in 50-50 matches with mid-carders that don't, people don't care about. I yeah. mean, it's just not been, he's not been handled very well, has he? No, not really. I think he's feuded with, well, Baron Corbin, Jinder Mahal. Um, they're the two off the top. Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Dolph standard, Ziggler, yeah. Stan- the standard, yeah. The standard NXT promotee um, feud, Dolph Ziggler. So, yeah, that, there's, three, there's three names that nobody gives one single toss about, really. Um, so, yeah, I think... I think um, was it Fastly in the last SmackDown one? I think we saw promising signs there with Rusev, who people actually care about. People were getting into the match, and we saw an enjoyable match. So I think that's hopefully a step in the right direction for Nakamura. But yeah, they, they just really need to stop making him do promos and stuff like that. It, it, it kind of gets awkward. But in in ring work, this is the match. Although it's taken so long to for Nakamura to have a chance to well or to actually announce himself on the main stage, this is the match to do it, because I, I haven't seen the New Japan match, but if it's as good as people have said, as you, as you both say, it this is. could, this could bring... Watch it. Yeah. Honestly, go find it out on YouTube, whatever, it is, it'll yeah. be on there. It's yeah. well, well worth yeah. it. It is... It it's a tremendous match. It yeah. really, really is. Yeah, this this can this can bring something new to the WWE. I mean, we saw um, Nakamura versus Sami Zayn, which I imagine most people would agree is his best match in WWE to date. And then we saw his work with uh, Samoa Joe as well. So he's obviously still capable. He's obviously still motivated, and 
AJ Styles. I mean, do I really need to say anything about him? He's just fucking, he's fucking awesome. Yeah, he <laughs> um, most certainly is. Yeah. I just it, wish he was 10 years younger. Oh, I wish both of them were. Uh, is it bloody <laughs> needed? Uh, but yeah, the, this match, as long as AJ's injury isn't as bad as it, well, isn't bad, this match should be a match of the year contender, never mind match of the night. This should be one. This should be bloody memorable. I mean, hopefully it's in the same league as Almas versus Gargano. That, that's pretty much all you can hope for. If, it, if it's better than that, Jesus Christ. Jesus I Christ. indeed. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it just needs to it, it needs to be in match of the year contender because this that's the level of the two talents. It needs to be that good. Yeah. A good point in there as well is is stop putting NXT call-ups in with uh, Dolph Ziggler, who's um, perhaps his, um, you know, you, his nickname, new nickname could be, you know, you've had the Randy Orton, the legend killer. Uh, Dolph Ziggler could be the momentum killer. <laughs> the there's potential a... killer. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's, there's a nickname for you. You can have that one for free. There we go. Right. Last one then. Uh, and I've, I've left this to last because I think this is the match that will go on last on the night. Brock Lesnar defending the Universal Championship against Roman Reigns. And guy, Vince is determined. I'll give him that. He's bloody determined that we will accept Roman Reigns as a babyface. Uh, and I have to say that the way that they've presented him in the past few weeks has certainly been better. Some of Roman Reigns' best uh, work on the mic. I'm quite looking forward to this match. Uh, and obviously helped by Paul Heyman giving just awesome promos, as Paul Heyman does. Um do you see this on last? Uh, stupid question. Do you see a title change? And are you looking <laughs> forward to it? Uh, y- yes, I am looking forward to it. And I, I, I think it will. I think it will go on last because it's raw. It, 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 it's it's Vince's two guys. Uh, albeit Roman saying that Brock is Vince's guy. Uh, Roman, people do know behind the scenes wrestling stuff now. You are the guy. <laughs> um yeah, it, it, this should go on. This will probably go on last. I mean, I imagine hardcore fans want AJ versus Nakamura on last, but this is the big one because if it goes as people expect, which I mean, people have been expecting Roman to be the one to beat Brock for so many, oh, however long it is. I mean, Brock's title reign. I know he's had the thing with Goldberg. It seems to have lasted about seven bloody years to me. Um, but no, I think people have been expecting Roman, the one to be built to topple the beast and all that stuff. So, yeah, I'm expecting Roman to win. I think it's not exactly, it's not going to be a clinic like we expect AJ versus Nakamura to be, but I'm expecting this to be an absolute car crash in a good sense. I'm expecting what we saw with Brock and Goldberg, but probably on for an extra 10 minutes and just just more mentalness. Um yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm expecting it. The only problem for me will probably be the crowd and rains and stuff like that because of it has the potential to be shot all over. Um, because well, if Brock is going back to UFC, he, depending on his motivation and stuff like that, the crowd not wanting to see rains maybe it it could potentially get hostile. But I don't think I hope it doesn't. Um, but yeah, I expect rains to win after I don't know fifteen twenty minutes of just absolute trucks going at each other 
Uh, and more, you know, these two, three years ago, it was the WrestleMania where it was these two in the main event. And then we had that famous um, Seth Rollins money in the bank cash in to come and take the title and really sort of end the night on a, on a high, you know, really a mem- really memorable moment. But I think what people do kind of forget is those two were actually having a pretty good match before that point as well. So do you see this being a good match? I mean, do you, again, do you see a title change in this and, and do like myself and guy, do you see this being the match to close the night? Um, yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it'd be fitting that one of the main singles championships is in the main event. Um, now, the company might be tempted to go with Angle and Rousey against Hunter and Steph as the main event, but for me, um, that wouldn't be a sensible idea um, because that, that match should be booked to be a, a good match, but there's also the possibility that it could get quite embarrassing. But at the same time, Lesnar and Reigns could be embarrassing for the company as well because, as Guy mentioned, if the fans give this the treatment that they gave to Goldberg versus Lesnar, 13 years ago, 14 years ago, um, we could have a very similar situation where um, the fans just destroy the match going on in the ring, destroy both individuals, and um, it's just um, embarrassing all around for the company and for the individuals involved. Yeah, it almost certainly has to be a title change now. Lesnar's held the belt for a long time. Uh, yeah, it's, looks it's like a year, it's, isn't it? Last WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And um, looks like he's heading out of the company. Looks like he's off to UFC. Um, so he has to drop the belt. And they've built range. Um, you know, they gave him a very, very strong win at um, Elimination Chamber a few weeks ago and um, was made to look strong at the Rumble as well. So he's been made to look strong, very, very strong um, since dropping the IC title to the Miz um, at in January, wasn't it? So, yeah, it, all things point to Roman Reigns winning the belt. They might just pull a major surprise and keep it going um, and perhaps have Reigns eventually win the title at the um, show in Saudi Arabia, that Royal Rumble um, special. So that's a possibility as well. I would doubt it. I, I think they'd like to put Reigns over at um, WrestleMania. I think they still quietly hope that they can convince the fans that they need to get behind Reigns. I think that's foolish. I don't think they will. Um, but I think they'll give it a final try. If it doesn't work out, maybe, just maybe, they might accept that let's just turn him heel. Uh, I don't think they'll turn him heel at the show, but stranger things have happened. And if yeah, they well, do... That was, then... Sorry, that was that was going to be a question from me then, was, mm. <clears throat> you know, could they, could they spring a surprise in, in that sense that if Lesnar is on his way out the door to uh, to have another go at UFC, to have another crack at that, is there potential then that for storyline-wise that Paul Heyman hangs around and we see Paul Heyman maybe turn his back on, on Brock Lesnar and align himself with, with Roman Reigns? And and that, you know, ends the show on a, on a really massive moment, doesn't it? And springboards... Raw and, and and the next however many weeks. Oh yeah, totally yeah. Because um, I mean, if if Lesnar's going away for a couple of years, you wouldn't like to think that 
we won't see Heyman for a couple of years either because um, he's such a great talent. It'd be a shame for him not to appear at all. Um, whereas, you know, with um, Heyman, he's so, so strong as a performer. You know, he might be the magic ingredient that Reigns needs to um, get over his face, even though they might present him um, as a... As a, as a kind of a tweener or a, kind of a subtle heel, um, they'd hope that by aligning himself, that by aligning him with Heyman, that could be just the thing that's needed to kind of finally get the fans rooting for him when he's not alongside Rollins and Ambrose. So that's a possibility as well. If they do that, then it will certainly make things interesting for the weeks and months ahead. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, it all points to. Interesting times ahead. Uh, obviously, you know the the roar after SmackDown, a uh, roar after WrestleMania, even, and the SmackDown now as well, with it being live the following night, uh, straight after WrestleMania. You know, all all these hardcore fans still going to be hanging around, still going to be in the area. As we mentioned, you know, it's that whole thing leading up. WrestleMania is not just one event; it's 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 a whole week of various shows and meet and greets and events and all sorts of things going on to then come to the Hall of Fame, then you've got NXT, then you've got WrestleMania, then you've got Raw, and then you've got SmackDown. So it's the atmosphere is going to be pretty intense. Loads of European fans, really raucous atmosphere. I think it's really something to be looking forward to. And when you're looking at this card, you know, talking about it, you know, I, I, I must admit, in recent years, there's been a couple of WrestleManias where I've thought, this is four hours, likely to be four, four and a half hours of main card show where I don't particularly want to watch around half of it at least. And and I can't say that this year. I, I've Barring a few matches, obviously the, the, the Battle Royals goes without saying, but in, in main matches, there's barely anything where I, I think, mm, yeah, I'm not really particularly looking forward to this. It, it's it really does have the potential to stand out and be something really sort of special and memorable, doesn't it, Mo? Yes, no, absolutely. Um, you know, Lesnar um, has worked a couple of house shows and I think one match with Kane went 30 seconds and there's another match uh, which went five or six minutes. But, um, you know, they can't give a match that short in the main event of WrestleMania. They will pet it out. You know, they will, again like a couple of the other matches, paddy out with bells and whistles, and uh, they'll be pretty smart to know how to pull it together into a 15, maybe even a 20-minute match, um, while still not exposing Brock, because ultimately Brock, you know, he's, he's got his suplexes, um, but um, he's not got a great deal else. Um, and that, that's part of the gimmick, in fairness. But, uh, yeah, it, it should certainly be another... Very, very fine match. And, uh, you know, overall across the 14 matches, you know, we can expect the good half of them to uh, really deliver. And, you know, when you're getting seven very good to potentially classic matches all in one show, then, you know, you really shouldn't have much room for complaining. Uh, and Guy, are you going to be able to stay awake for this one then, do you think? There's there's around about seven or eight hours worth of wrestling here that night to watch. 
Well, last year I made it to the main event and fell asleep on the entrances, <laughs> and I woke up. I woke up to Reigns beating Undertaker, which was kind of annoying. Um, but yeah, this year I am hopefully going to be able to survive the night. If not, just sleep through the bloody matches and not have it spoiled for me. That that's all I ask for. Is my body clock doesn't screw me over again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I should stay up for the whole event, hopefully. Um, and I, I am expecting it to be a very good show. And as, as Mo said, half half the matches look extremely put, uh, ex, extremely good on paper. And the other matches, even just from a storytelling point of view, have a lot of intrigue. I mean... John Cena Undertaker. We're not potentially not looking forward to it, but I'm sure as hell, I'm sure as hell, sure that most of us are interested to see what happens with Undertaker afterwards. Exactly, exactly that, and that's the thing. Yeah, well, the, the, there's so much happening. It really is jam jam packed, action packed. It's 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 a hell of a card. It really is, and it promises to be a hell of an event. So we've gone we've gone quite long here tonight, but you know, hey, it's WrestleMania. It's once a year. It's special. And in fairness, this is a pretty special card, and the, I think the the WWE have really delivered something here, and it could be quite a memorable event. Um, hopefully, looking looking at it this uh, this end, it certainly promises to be that. So hopefully, it delivers uh, in the way that we all expect it to. So um, yeah, so that's a preview for you. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, my thanks to uh, to Mo Chatra and to Guy Drinkle for helping me uh, wade through this uh, very very deep card at WrestleMania. Uh, we of course after the event will be uh, will be around in some form or another. We're not quite sure how it's going to be packaged up yet. Um, but we will, of course, review the whole event and that weekend. We'll we, we're going to come up with potentially uh, putting something a little bit special together to go through it all. Uh, but for next week or for our next show, we are going to go through the NXT takeover and a little bit of a look at the the Hall of Fame as well as we mentioned at uh, the start of the show. So. Uh, that's it though for tonight if you want to get in touch with us on twitter you can of course contact us at pw underscore index is our twitter handle but uh for us for tonight until the next time from me andy wales it's bye bye now Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.